Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizuki. I'm Mike, along with Joel, once again, Growing in Grace. We're glad to have you along with us. Man, we sure would love to hear from, uh, from you. Uh, if you've been listening to us uh, for a while, or maybe you've just stumbled onto us, it would just be nice to have you drop a line and say hi and, and uh, tell us where you're from. And, Joel, how do they get a hold of us? Well, hey, uh, you can go to graceroots.org and get a hold of us through that. Uh, Graceroots is, uh, is, is my website. I've got some articles there that I've written and uh, also links to our past Growing in Grace shows that we've done here. So um, I think we're into the... Uh, uh, 70s or 80s as far as how many shows you and I have recorded and all of those are archived archived at graceroots.org and as Mikey was saying someone uh, who wants to get a hold of us can get a hold of us through that same website graceroots.org Well Joel uh, a couple of weeks back or so we were talking about the old covenant versus the new uh, uh, jumped on a bunch of different scriptures I guess including some in Hebrews uh, Hebrews 8.6 um, let me flip over to that real quick. Hebrews 8, 6 tells us that uh, now he, Christ, has obtained a more excellent ministry inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant established upon better promises. We have the old covenant, and we've got the new covenant, which we live under now. And I think we had mentioned before that sometimes, uh, especially uh, in, in religious circles, we get the two covenants mixed up, and it brings a lot of confusion and frustration, perhaps even guilt and discouragement into the lives of many Christians. And, and that's one of the reasons why I like the Grace Walk message and one of the reasons why Joel and I are here just having this informal conversation about God's goodness and grace is to help us understand just what it is that God has given us through the sacrifice of Christ because there are so many people still walking in bondage, Joel, living under this, this heavy burden because they haven't really understood the difference between the Old Covenant and the New. Yeah, I don't think we can get that into ourselves enough, if you know what I mean. Just just the fact that, you know, the Bible as a whole has, you know, these 66 books, and it's it's divided into the, the two covenants, the two testaments. Now, now the, old covenant, the Old Testament, you know, with Genesis through Malachi, it's got, it's, it's got the Old Covenant, covenant in there. You can find everything about the Old Covenant there, and uh, it also foretells about the New Covenant, and there are some nuggets about the New Covenant there, but we, we do tend to mix these together, like you say, but each one had its purpose, and we, we've got to rightly divide those two things. We've got to set one as the Old Covenant, one as the New Covenant, and, and understand the difference. It t- takes some time to learn, I'm telling you. Uh, especially in the church culture today, I won't get too much into that, but there is so much of that uh, where as Christians we've come to Christ and we're still looking to this old covenant to try to figure out how to live when God has set us free from that. And he's given us the person of Jesus Christ as our life. We're not trying to find out how to live so much as we're trying to get to know this person who indwells us, the, the spirit of Jesus Christ living in us, joined with our very spirit, and uh, getting to understand that and, and to grow in that. And it's, it provides a lot of freedom, and it provides life. Uh, we get closer and closer to knowing and living in this life that God really meant for us to live in. 
Well, and Joel, when you're dividing up the Bible, I'm talking about the book with the pages in it, um, you made a good point. There's almost this, you've got the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, and you've got the New Testament, which many refer to as the New Covenant, but the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are are almost an (laughs) (laughs) in-betweener. And if you can begin to understand that, you might be on the right path to beginning uh, your understanding of the difference between the old and the new, because really, in my opinion, I don't think the new covenant necessarily begins with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Right. I mean, we, we begin to see it unfold, but you see, Jesus really was a prophet. Uh, he was a man, yes, he was God, but he was a man, a, a prophet operating under the old covenant. The, the new covenant really began, uh, you know, after the, the uh, death and resurrection of, of Jesus Christ, and of course, then we we get into the Book of Acts and we find out more about it. But um, leading up to that, though, Jesus was still operating under the old covenant. That was the whole point. Jesus came to fulfill the law, and and so I, I think sometimes that's where a lot of people start mixing the old covenant versus the new. They haven't really understood some of that, and it's easy to get some of what Jesus was talking about mixed up. Yeah, many will say that the uh, that the new covenant actually began, so to speak, on the day of Pentecost. I mean, after the the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, as you were saying, and and to kind of point out what you, what you were saying there a little bit further too is that you know when you see Jesus talking in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, when you see the words of Jesus, what we'll do, uh, what the church will do today is we'll say this is what Jesus said, and so it's it's God's words to God's words to us as to how to live. But to really emphasize that point you're making is that Jesus ministered under the Old Covenant. He was born under the law. I mean, the Bible says that in those words, born under the law, born of a woman, born under the law. He was a man, and he fulfilled the law. And so much of what he was saying, he was talking to people who were under the law. He wasn't talking to people who had become Christians, who had believed upon him and who had been born again, made new creations, and received his life to indwell them. He was talking to people who were under the law for the purpose that the law was given, and that is to convict the world of sin. And then once a person is convicted of sin, and they've been born again by faith in Christ, there's a whole new way of life, and that's by the person of Jesus Christ. And we desperately need to separate those two ways apart, the Old Covenant versus the New Covenant, which has the life of Christ as its basis. Well, and and everything, all the responsibilities of that New Covenant have been placed upon Him. And we mentioned before, Joel, that uh, the the New Covenant and that this covenant between us and God, it's, it's not our responsibility to keep this covenant or to keep it intact. Uh, God is the one that's responsible, and, and he, he did it. He, he made the, the covenant uh, better, as we were reading in Hebrews 8, 6. He made it better because it's all dependent upon Jesus Christ and what he did, what has already been done, a finished work completed that we cannot add anything to to make it better. Hmm. <laughs> but boy, do we try. <laughs> oh, sure we do. I mean, it, it, it's, it's natural to do that, and that's why we have to have our minds renewed and, and uh, repent, so to speak. We've talked about repentance before, which is basically to change what you believe, to change the way you think, and to get off of that system of work and, and begin to trust in 
uh, the finished work of, of Jesus Christ. Now, one thing that really blows my mind, Joel, and I can't say I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, because some of the stuff we read in the Old Testament, it just seems so far away. I don't mean that it sounds like fairy tale stuff, although once in a while it's easy to get caught up in that mode, too. Mm-hmm. It's just that, for example, animal sacrifices. Can you imagine doing that today? Uh, can you imagine doing what the Jews had to, did, had to do all those thousands of years ago with animals to cover your sin? Well, it, 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 I was just thinking as you were saying that, it, uh, this new covenant, do you suppose it's uh, easier to understand uh, for somebody, do you suppose it's somebody who lived under the old covenant according to what the scriptures say, according to what the old covenant said, with the animal sacrifices, with the law, uh, with the, if you do this, you get you know, you get stoned to death, or you know, with all the blessings and the curses of the law, do you think it's easier for that person to understand the new covenant, or somebody who is in the church today who is kind of living under a mixture? Uh, in a sense, I think you know these when when Paul came along, you know, when he was a Pharisee and he was persecuting the church, you know, he was a Pharisee, he was a Jew of Jews, he was he called himself that he called himself a Hebrew of the Hebrews, he was the model Jew. And he he did all these things. He considered himself to live by the law blamelessly. And the contrast that that his life went through, went the change from living under this old covenant to the new covenant, was ra- probably more radical than what we would even understand today. I mean, today in the church, a radical change is somebody who was on drugs, somebody who was murdering, someone who was doing all these bad things, and suddenly their life has changed, and they're doing a bunch of good things. But that wasn't really the difference between the two covenants. It was the difference between, I'm trusting in my works, and I'm not trusting in my works. Well, that's a good point, Joel. Yeah, when you hear most people get up in front of church these days and give a testimony, it usually... And uh, I, I don't mean to, you know, to, uh, I don't mean to jump down anybody's throat when they do this. This is just the system and the mentality that most of us have been raised in. But most of the time in modern day uh, churchianity, we get up to share a testimony. It's usually based upon what I used to do and how bad I was, and now I don't do that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you know, it's awesome and it's wonderful if someone who has had a life. For, for using that same example of a life filled with drugs, uh, who has come to know Jesus and Jesus has delivered him uh, from uh, being in bondage to those drugs. That is awesome and wonderful. Uh, but what, what we're saying here is that the difference between these covenants is that under that old covenant, you had to do all these things right. You, it was your works. It was your keeping of the covenant this new covenant, as you were saying earlier, Mike, is the covenant between God and God, between God the Father and God the Son. Both of them kept their parts of the covenant, and we're the beneficiary of it, and we're trusting in that, in, in what God has done, not what we have done or how our lives have changed. And so I just think it'd be, it would just be a radical change back then, I mean, for somebody to have been trusting like Paul did in in the law, and suddenly 
and suddenly they're not trusting in that anymore. They're trusting in, in the sacrifice of Jesus. I think it's harder these days because we have in the church, we've mixed these two things together, and, and there's no there's no common ground, there's no ground for us to stand on that's the same as what it was back then when they, they only had the old covenant, and they could easily see that the new covenant was different, whereas today it's hard to separate them because we've mixed them together so tightly. All those years of hearing of Abraham and, and, and Moses and, you know, on down the line through David and, and everybody who were, especially you go back to Moses, of course, and, and this is what they trusted in, the, the law, the commandments. This is what, this is all they knew. This is what God told them he wanted to covenant with them, um, was, was these books of the law. And um, the, the sacrifices that took place, which maybe on the next program we can compare uh, the old way of, of uh, sins uh, being atoned or, or be, being covered through animal sacrifices versus the, the sacrifice of the new covenant through Jesus Christ. We'll probably have to wait until the next program to get into that, Joel. But uh, the, the whole thing here, I don't know which is easier for, for, for churchianity people of today who have the two covenants confused uh, to come into grace or if it would be easier for somebody who's been strictly under um, a legalistic mentality of the Jewish law, if it would be easier for them to, to begin to understand um, the sacrifice that, that Christ made and, and, and to walk in, in that grace. I'm not sure which would be easier. They're, they're, both, uh, they're both quite different. The good news is, is that you know, the Holy Spirit is, uh, is, is able to help us to separate these things out. He's able to help us. and He is our teacher. He is our teacher. He indwells us and he is everything we need. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 